Hello, and welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. Happy New Year's to you. Happy New Year's to yours. Uh, let's not start off with any nonsense. We're not going to talk any bullshit about it's 2021, and it's so brand new that 2020 is gone at 12.31, at 12.59.59, the calendar marked away everything. It wiped away clean and clear all the problems, troubles, situations that you may have had in your life. That is just not being honest, and I will not uh, perpetuate that falsehood. Listen, we have moved on to a new year. We can have a new frame of mind. A lot of y'all have started with resolutions, which I think is kind of jive also. But if that's the motivation that you need to push you forward to doing something new, more positive, to better yourself, then use that motivation. But I don't believe that you need a resolution to change your path. I think that you just need your mindset. And that's why I want to talk about today a few things. We have to learn to shut up. We have to learn to listen. We have to learn to open our eyes to situations in a realistic manner so that we understand fully our responsibilities, not somebody else's responsibilities to you, but your responsibilities to yourself and other people for what goes on in your world. This way that every time that you place some kind of blame, you always blame yourself and really only yourself. The outside influences and forces you can control to a degree. And we're going to talk about some of those ways that you can control. But let's start the show off. 21 million cases of COVID in the United States of America. 351,000 lost souls. 83 million cases worldwide and 1.8 million lost souls to COVID-19. I wish we get a grip. I don't know anything that's going on with these vaccines. I have not been called personally. Maybe you have taken it. Please call into Strange Talk with Doc. And let me know what your experiences are. If you have received either an invite to take the vaccination or you have received the vaccine, I would love to speak to you. Okay. Now we have a couple of states that are dealing and a few other countries, foreign countries that are dealing with what is called super COVID, a mutant strain of COVID-19 that seems to be more infective, faster moving. And you know what? You don't know who to trust, what to believe right now. But to say that it doesn't exist, I think is damaging. To go about life as though there is no problem when people can state the number of lost lives the number of hospitals being filled to capacity. And for anybody to sit back and say that this is some kind of scam, this is some kind of conspiracy, I don't even want to deal with you per se. You, you're, you're so far out there that you have no grasp on reality, and I'm not going to deal with you. Okay? Trump is taking credit for the vaccine being out there, as usual, because this is his modus operandi. This is how he gets down. This is how he goes about doing his deal. I am the one who came up with this. He is now a scientist, a doctor. He is also 
personally distributed it from state to state. Nobody gets credit in his world for anything. That's a true sign of a megalomania. We lost some people this week. And I hate to call out only the famous, but I also always bring up the people, the regular man, the common man, who is, the common woman who has lost their life to this dreaded virus. We lost Shabadu this week, a great dancer. Uh, he introduced a lot of East Coasters to what was going on in the West Coast. Him and Boogaloo Shrimp, I believe his name is. Uh, so rest in peace, Shabadu. We also lost Don Wells. Uh, by the way, Shabadu was 65 years old. And Don Wells, who played Mary Ann on Gilligan's Island, most of us have seen Gilligan's Island. I've actually met Ginger from Gilligan's Island. I was at a party and she was there. Uh, quite an interesting lady. Maybe one day I'll tell a story, but I'm not going to do that right now. Uh, Miss Dawn Wells died of complications from COVID-19. She was 82 years old. We also lost M.F. Doom, who was a rapper. He was 49 years old. I really had heard of M.F. Doom's name many times, but I never listened to his music. So after he passed, I went back and listened to a lot of music in his library. He just was not for me, but he has a great deal of fans in the underground community. So I rest in peace, Mr. Doom. Paul Westfall, a Hall of Fame basketball player who played for the Boston Celtics, won an NBA title with them, also played for the Phoenix Suns, really where he made his bones. He also coached in the NBA for years. He also passed away. He was 70 years old. Floyd Little, a NFL and college football Hall of Famer, passed away at the age of 78. And I like to say rest in peace to all of them. So we got these wacky-ass Republican senators. They're trying to overturn Joe Biden's win in Congress. They're calling them the dirty dozen. I call them the doofus dozen. I mean, this does not make sense. We need to certify. We need this over the Constitution states 120, whatever year of the election. January 20th, the president gets inaugurated. Bottom line. Other than that man dying on that morning, he gets inaugurated that day. Now, the six is coming up where there's supposed to be certification. We know that Trump is acting for lunatics to come to Washington to act up, which really makes no sense. This is a man who rather heal anything, rather pick at the festering wound. That's his style. He picks at a festering wound until you have to lose the limb instead of getting penicillin or some kind of uh, liniment to protect the wound, wrap it up, heal the wound. He picks at the sore. He will not go away. This is a 70-some-year-old man who is insane, and he's in a position of power, and we cannot wait until he is gone. There's a phone call with him calling the Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger. It was leaked. He is on this tape, which I listened to this morning, where he's asking Mr. Rassesberger to find 11,780 votes. I mean, how is that not illegal? How is that not a crime? Fine. I don't care how you do it, basically, but find me 11,780 votes. Where are they supposed to come up? From thin air? 
you talk about fear, honest, this is deceitful. This is backhanded. This is treason. This is going against everything we stand for. A free and fair election is what the United States is supposed to have. Now, he has casted doubt on all elections. The thing that really gets me is these same Republican senators were all voted in on the very same day this presidential election happened. So was their vote tainted? They don't come up with that theory. Their vote was honest, but everybody else's vote was fake. You know, so there's supposed to be a second stimulus. They were fighting Trump with his fake 2000. We knew he never wanted to give anybody 2000 because if he wanted to give 2000, he had ample opportunity over these last couple of months to work on a bill to make sure it was passed in the Senate and the House to make sure that the people of America got this. $2,000, which we should have gotten several $2,000 checks. We support our government. We pay taxes to our government. We serve in the military for our government. We keep this ball rolling for the government. And we don't ask much back from the government. And so at the 11th hour, he tries to pull this fight for this 2000 So it's bogus. So I believe $600 stimulus checks are going to start rolling out. I have not received mine, so I can't state anything until I receive this check in my direct account. I will not really speak on this again because right now, as far as I'm concerned, it's just out there. Okay? So now I want to get back to your eyes, your ears, and your mouth. People are very famous for making promises that they never intend to keep. Their word means nothing. My word is my bond. If I tell you I'm going to be somewhere, you don't have to look for me. I will be there before the appointed time. I will be early. I don't know what late means. It's not in my vocabulary to be late. I am always early. I'm never on time. On time means I'm late. I keep my ears open to things that are said around me. If someone is comfortable speaking bad, good, or indifferent about other people around you, you have to question why are they comfortable doing that to you? And you can confront that situation. You can say, why are you talking about that person to me? They cannot defend themselves one way or the other, because then you have to think, what are they saying about you when you're not around? Now, I know these are small things, but these are things that keep drama out of your life. And when you keep your eyes open, people have patterns. You can see their patterns. That's one thing. They can lie to you, but their patterns never lie. If they don't care, they never care, and they won't care tomorrow. Because here's the deal. We came through 2020. It was a hell of a year. You had the pandemic. You had people losing their jobs, people being laid off. And if people in your life say that they love you and they have not reached out to you in any way, shape, or form, that is something that you need to look into and say, maybe they don't love me the way they say. Let them prove it. It's all right to make a person prove that they care for you. I am not one of those ones who believe in this unconditional bullshit where somebody could just unilaterally just say one time for life, I care for you, and that's it. And they don't have to do any actions whatsoever. Because even if you are a religious person, 
your Bible, your command says your actions will show, not your words, because words are air. I mean, they're important. They're out there. They have power. Words have power. But they, your actions mean more than your words. Because you can speak to a homeless person. You can speak to a hungry person. But that will not feed them. It takes an action to feed a hungry person. You must cook. You must buy groceries. Or you must put money in pockets. And I just want people to take a little bit of time and be more careful how you handle your fellow man. The least thing that you could do to your fellow man is be honest. Hold yourself accountable to yourself and keep your word or keep your mouth shut. You can keep your mouth shut. You have you do not have to make any promises in this life that you are not willing to keep. What does it do for you? That you look good in that moment and then you look long-term bad. So please be careful of how you treat people because it's going to come back to you. You might need somebody one day and they lie to your fucking face when you need them because you didn't keep your word to them. And then you wonder why situations are the way they are. It's because you're not trustworthy. If you're trustworthy, doors open to you. And that's, that's, that's being honest. People can tell people who are trustworthy by how they conduct themselves. So Steph Curry scored 62 points last night. And I'm kind of shocked. I would have thought that Steph would have broke 62 before. I, 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 just, I guess it's just me. I thought Steph had scored that kind of points. But congratulations to Steph Curry. I mean, the man can ball. He helped change the game of basketball. He helped change the way little kids look at the game of basketball. They think of him as a small man, but in my world, six foot three is not a small guy. He's a tall man still. I don't give a damn. Six three is some good height. But be, I guess because he's next to Bohemian, people think of him as this small, little, cuddly, yellow fella. But you know what? The man can shoot from the parking lot, and he's a great ball player. I take nothing away from him. I never got on that Golden State bandwagon because that, to me, is fraudulent. I'm a Spurs fan. I believe in loyalty. I'm a Cowboys fan and a New York Yankee fan, and these are my teams for life. It does not change. Whoever's hot at the moment is not doesn't float my boat. So this week, we got some basketball coming up. Today, which is Monday, we got the Celtics versus the Raptors. The Mavs are going to play the Rockets. Tuesday, you got the Mavs versus the Rockets again. You got the Spurs versus the Clippers. Wednesday, you got the Celtics versus the Heat. Thursday, you got the 76ers versus the Nets, who are not doing as well as I thought they would be doing right now. But I guess they still have to gel. Then also on Thursday, you got the Spurs versus the Lakers. Friday, you got the Jazz versus the Bucks. Saturday, you got the Nuggets versus the 76ers. And then Sunday, you got the Suns, the Heat versus the Celtics and the Lakers versus the Rockets. And that pretty much closes off the NBA for the day. The Miami Dolphins got mollywhopped by the Buffalo Bills, 56-26. I, Buffalo is looking fantastic, and people need to start putting a little bit more respect on Josh Allen's name. Him and Stephon Diggs and Brown, the beast. The defense is optimistic. They play good, steady ball. The coach there has got them 
believe in 13 and 3. This is not a fluky 13 and 3. This is a very good team. This is a team that can beat any team left in the playoffs, including the Chiefs and the Packers. So let's see how this thing turns out. The Dolphins didn't make the cut because they lost this game, uh, but they have a lot to build on. Flores has built a good program. That defense is all over the place. If I'm not mistaken, they've had a turnover in every game this year, and they're the only defense to do that. So that makes them pretty special. I mean, they got ball hawks all over the place. The Minnesota Vikings beat the Detroit Lions 37-35. And I'm thinking personally, this is time for both of these teams to move forward from their quarterbacks. The Detroit Lions move forward from Matthew Stafford. It's time to move along. You got Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. It's time to move on from him. He makes a shitload of money. And it is this is a very disappointing season for the Vikings, as far as I'm concerned. The Lions are always a disappointment. I don't even understand if you're outside the Detroit area, didn't grow up in Detroit, why you would be a Lions fan. But you know what? To each his own. The Jacksonville Jaguars lost to the Indianapolis Colts 28-14. Old Man Rivers has led the Colts to the playoffs. So congratulations. They got a good defense. They got a good running back. They got T.Y. Hilton. We'll see what they're going to do in the playoffs. We'll talk about the playoffs matchups in just a minute. The Chicago Bears lost to the Green Bay Packers 35-16, but the Bears did get in the playoffs at 8-8. Eight eight. I thought Trubisky played a decent second half of the season. I thought the Browns, I mean, I'm sorry, the Bears looked pretty good. They actually had offense up until this game for a while, but the Packers just rolled. Devontae Adams uh, and Aaron Rodgers, they are just a hell of a team, and to go up into Lambeau is going to be a hard task for anybody. The Pittsburgh Steelers lost to the Cleveland Browns 24-22. Ben Roethlisberger did not play I don't know if this is going to make a big difference next week. I think that both teams got a good look at each other. This will be, they play twice, and next weekend will be the third time that these two teams play. But we'll get into that a little bit later. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Atlanta Falcons 44-27. to Antonio Brown had a good game. Uh, Mr. Brady had a good game. But we don't know what's going to happen with Mike Evans. I hope that Michael is not hurt bad, but that leg did not look good or that knee did not look good in the end zone. And it's going to be a big deal. If not, they're going to have to rely on their tight ends. Godwin, they're going to have to rely on Antonio Brown. I do not trust Leonard Fournette. I don't like the way he runs. I think for a bigger back, he runs pretty weak. But we shall see. The Washington football team beat the Philadelphia Eagles 20-14. to Congratulations to Alex Smith making it back from that horrendous injury that he suffered. Congratulations to the Washington football team with all the rigmarole going around them for winning the division. Uh, not at a good record, a 7-9. and nine. I mean, that's a, abysmal. Nobody in, I, in my memory 
has ever won a division title at the 7-9 record, but they did it. And Doug Peterson made a very flaky move. Not only did he piss off one quarterback, he has now pissed off two quarterbacks. He's already lost Carson Wentz. And now he might be losing Jalen Hurts because to pull him in a game that this kid thought that maybe he had a chance to win and hurt Washington, and they made enemies. They were already enemies, but they definitely made enemies out of the New York Giants football team because they were on the cusp of maybe winning this division championship, which would have even been worse because I believe they were only six and nine. So that would have been something else, a six and nine team winning a division title. The Baltimore Ravens beat the Cincinnati Bengals 38 to three. Lamar Jackson, first quarterback in history, back-to-back 1,000-yard rushing seasons. I said that correct. Lamar Jackson, back-to-back 1,000 rushing seasons. I don't believe that he gets the proper respect as a throwing quarterback also. His touchdowns-to-interception ratio is fantastic. He leads a good team. He's got Hollywood Brown. That kid Dobbins is running crazy. They almost rushed for 400 yards. If they can run the ball like that in the playoffs, they are going to be devastating. A very disappointing Las Vegas Raiders lost to the Denver Broncos 32-31. to And uh, there's not much to say there. I don't know if Derek Carr comes back. I don't know what kind of confidence Gruden has in him. Gruden has made some bad mistakes as a coach. But Derek Carr has not led this team properly. He has weapons, man. He's got Jacobs. He's he, He's got the big tight end. He's got some wide receivers. I don't understand what's wrong with the Raiders. The Los Angeles Rams beat the Arizona Cardinals 18-7. Kyler Murray had to spend most of this game on the sidelines. He hurt his leg in the first quarter. He seemed like he's been dinged up most of this whole season. Being a little quarterback and taking a pounding, this year seemed to have gotten to him. Larry Fitzgerald doesn't have much in the tank, and it's basically Hopkins, him, and uh, this older running back, Duke Johnson, I believe his name is. So Arizona needs a lot of things to work on next year to improve. And one of the most important things they need to work on is getting Kyler Kyler Murray protected, getting his mind focused because he has the talent. He has the legs. I mean, he's, he rushed for almost like a thousand yards himself this season. So the talent is there. I just don't know what's missing, you know, But congratulations to Lamar Jackson for making history in the NFL. The Seattle Seahawks beat the San Francisco 49ers 26-23. To me, a very bland, boring game. I really don't like the Seahawks. I respect Russell, but I hate the Seahawks. I mean, they've always bored me. They bored me since they came in the league, and nothing has changed. They're just steady. Pete Carroll has them steady. The Tennessee Titans beat the Houston Texans 41-38. And man, Deshaun Watson, this guy can't catch a break. He just cannot catch a break. J.J. Watts is frustrated. The Texans were behind the eight ball since Bill O'Brien was the coach and the general manager. And they seem to need to purge themselves at least a year away from his 
bad juju. But Derrick Henry became the eighth running back in the history of the NFL to rush for 2,000 yards. It took him like two years to get his motor running, but since then he has been a beast. So congratulations to Derrick Henry and the, Tex the Tennessee Titans for making the playoffs, winning your division. Rabel is a very good coach. Uh, A.J. Brown is a very good wide receiver. That is a tight team. I think that is somebody that you're going to have to really keep your eye on going in the playoffs. But we will talk the playoffs in a moment, right? The Los Angeles Chargers beat the Kansas City Chiefs, who I believe was Patrick Mahomes-less. They beat them 38-21. to And the story of this game really is Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is a fantastic rookie quarterback. He's almost broke all the rookie quarterback records. They have their quarterback going forward. But Anthony Johnson, the coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, must go. He is not uh, a very good coach. I think that his he had his moment there, and I think he blew that moment just like he blew that moment with the Jets. I think he has to go. Speaking of the Jets, the Jets lost to the New England Patriots 28-14. Cam Newton had his best game of the season. It's something for other teams to use as, okay, maybe we need a quarterback. Cam still got some stuff in the tank because I want Cam to not go into automatic second stringer. I want him to be in a league. I think he deserved the right with as bad a team as the Patriots were. To get them even close to 500 says a lot about him. I mean, his, he has no numbers. We understand that. But he showed that he his willingness to stand there and take the bullets, not only from the media after losing, but to take it in a way as a grown adult man. He accepted the, his responsibility when he was bad. And the Jets finally fired Adam Gates. Adam Gates was bad from day one. He's the dude who introduced himself on the date with pee on the front of his pants. He came into the Jets organization with a wet crotch, and that's how he ended it, with the same wet crotch. It was horrible from day one. That team never seemed to get around him. He always looked like he was out of place. He was lost. He was confused. So goodbye to you, Adam Gates. The New Orleans Saints beat the Carolina Panthers, who basically have nothing. Teddy Bridgewater had a horrible game. They beat them 33-7. to So, you know what? It's merciful that the season is over for the Panthers. Christian McCaffrey must get healthy and stay healthy next year for them to have any shot. They got to fix some things. But I believe that Coach Rule is not a bad coach. So I would hope that he would stick around for another year. My Dallas Cowboys lost to the New York Giants. It's always painful to lose to the Giants, even when it don't matter. They lost 23-19. to uh, I don't believe that the Cowboys are fixable in the foreseeable future. They might be able to put up numbers next year if Dak comes back and Dak is healthy because Zeke doesn't look right. I mean, these guys, the offense, Kellen, Calls horrible plays. Uh, Mike McCarthy is not a very good coach. There was a reason that he was out of the league for years. Uh, but the Giants look like they have some building blocks. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do as far as Daniel Jones goes because 
He's one of those guys who gives you these flashes of brilliance. And so you wind up sticking with him and you wind up sticking with him. And then the next thing you know, you go, damn, he's been here seven years and we've done nothing. I think the Giants have got to either pull the trigger on him or replace him. And they can't continue to wait. Uh, they're kind of old. If you're still going to rely on a guy like Golden Tate to help your offense, Saquon Barkley's been out all year. But you know what? They were on the verge of actually winning the division if the Philadelphia Eagles didn't do what they did. So let's get to Saturday's games. We got the Indianapolis Colts. And the Indianapolis Colts are going to be playing up in Buffalo against the Bills. And if you ask me today, Rivers has done well and they got a good running game. I'm taking the Bills to win this game. We got the Rams are going to be playing the Seahawks. Oh, man, this is a... If it wasn't the playoffs, I wouldn't even freaking watch this game, to tell you the truth. But I think the Seahawks should be able to beat the Rams. I don't believe in Jared Goff. Not one iota. Not one bit do I believe in this man. Then you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to play the Washington football team. And Tampa actually has to travel to play uh, the uh, Washington football team because Washington won their division. And Tampa is a, what would you call it? They are a wild card team. But I got Tampa winning this game. Now, Sunday, you got the Baltimore Ravens. They are going into Tennessee. This is one of the games, I believe, of the weekend. You're talking about both teams with crazy running games. Both teams with very good defenses. Both teams pretty well coached. But I think I like the Ravens to beat Tennessee. I got to go with Lamar Jackson, even though Tannehill is the real deal. Uh, They both got Browns. They got Hollywood and AJ. It should be an outstanding football game. Then you have the Chicago Bears, who did make the playoffs at 500, 8-8. They're going in to play the Saints. Saints always win at home. I expect Breeze, especially if he gets Kamara back, to be able to beat the Chicago Bears and say goodbye to a 500 team. The Cleveland Browns go in to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. This time, Ben Roethlisberger will be back. But I'm expecting the same result as yesterday, a nice, close, tight game with Cleveland eking out the win over the Steelers if Baker Mayfield plays within himself and does not do anything stupid. And last yesterday, he played a pretty good game, so I cannot complain about that. I was going to talk about something as far as, like, movies are concerned and, you know, like, what does a parent or a loved one do when there's like some kind of crazy scene on and your child walks in the room or you're watching. But, but I'm going to save that for next week. But I do have some recommendations for things that you should watch if you get a chance. The Bee Gees, How Can You Mend a Broken Heart, is a great documentary. I advise you to see that. If you don't know a lot about the Bee Gees other than Saturday Night Fever music, there's a lot more to them than that. And also, I watched a movie called The Trial of the Chicago 7. Sasha Baron Cohen was fantastic in it. It was a very entertaining movie. I believe I've seen it on Netflix. It's very good. 
I'm watching this show called The Stand, which is a Stephen King book made into a docu-series uh, type uh, serial series on uh, CBS. So they use adult language. It's not CBS regular. It's like CBS online. So I kind of appreciate that. We're in the middle of a, a pandemic and a lunatic is running around. People are not going to speak like they're in third grade. They're going to speak with adult language. It's going to be adult subject. I So far, so good. I believe we're up on episode three. And then I just finished off a TV series called The Boys. The Boys is about this group of guys and this female who are going up against superheroes. These superheroes are the worst superheroes in the world. It's not that they were the worst because they lack power. It's because they lack ethics. Ethics. They are horrible superhumans. They are horrible people. They cuss. They carry on. They murder. They rape. They get high. I mean, it's, so if you've never seen The Boys, give an episode of The Boys a shot. And you go, damn, I've never seen uh, a superhero like that before. You know, and Cuomo, he announces that he's going to get people in drug rehab centers the vaccine before he wants to give it to the elderly. The elderly are not expendable. They might have lived longer than we have, but they are not expendable. And neither are the people in rehab centers. There are good people who get problems. There are good people who have addictions. So for him to put anybody before anybody else doesn't make sense. Andrew Cromwell is doing an all right job. I'm not going to hop on no Andrew Cuomo bandwagon when New York is in the position that they are in right now. I think that he has made a lot of boo-boos. I think that he has made a lot of bad errors. And something like this is among them. And he should cut his shit, get a grip, and stop pandering to the goddamn camera all the time and get his shit together. Now, this has been Strange Talk with Doc, and I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you coming by. I would love to hear from you. Please send me a message, an email, a text. Go to my website. Say anything. I'm not ever going to ask you to be falsely positive. I am never going to do that. I want you to be real 100% of the time. If you think I fucking suck, you say, Doc, you fucking suck. And I'll say, thank you. Would I like it? But say no. But if that's what you truthfully feel, fine. But to hear from you would be a blessing. So I'm going to tell you, like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours.